Listen at your own discretion as the following content contains strong language, adult dialogue, discussions of violence, and spoilers. Cue the intro. Welcome to Three Reads in a Pod. My name is Delia. I'm Heather. And I'm Sarah. If you're interested in a trio of ladies that get together and record our book club for the masses, stick around. This episode of Three Reads will be discussing Murder in the Mountains, the Merle Baldridge story by Michael Crisp. If you want to read along, we post the book and book bite of the month on our Instagram, Three Reads in a Pod. So that's the number three reads in a pod. Without further ado, it's time to turn the page. Yay! Okay, I'm so excited to talk about this book. It is my book. Um, It is a story that I had heard before I knew there was a book about it. My mom's boyfriend's mother remembered when this happened and possibly went to school with her. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Uh, His mother is no longer with us, but my mother Mm -hmm. and his mother had long discussions about this. So, so that people know what we're talking about, I'll get into the actual podcast now. So, Murder in the Mountains is written by Michael Crisp, so I'll give a little bit of a background on him. He is originally from Michigan, but moved to Kentucky at the age of four. Oh, what? He's from Michigan? He is originally from Michigan, yeah. We don't approve of those people. Hey, hey. (laughs) I love my Michiganders. I used to be one of them. I know, we like you pretty good. Yeah, you are accepted. Oh, thanks, thanks. Um, As an adult, he has written several different travel books about Kentucky and Tennessee. Uh, He wrote a number one bestseller, The Kentucky Bucket List. So lots of different things about life in those areas. And then this book is a story that he had heard. And he actually went and did tons of research and spoke to people, family members that knew this individual and he also spoke with family members of one of the accused of this individual. Like he did his, he did all of his homework and found all these pictures. And I think the last time he updated this was 2016. So lots of information there. I uh, like that he keeps coming back to update it, which is good. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, he's also directed a number of documentaries also about Kentucky. The ones that I saw. And then he's also a singer, songwriter, guitarist, and percussionist. So, well, we got a heavy list going on. It sounds like a renaissance man we have here on our hands, ladies. Let me tell you, he sure is. He's a cute little guy, too. I saw him on his his website, which is where I got all this information, is michaelcrisponline.com. So, if you want to know more about the book, his other books, him, it's there. Yeah, I'm about to, like, message him and ask some questions about the book and just, like, his journey throughout because I'm really interested in it. Yeah, and Ooh. I actually have well, a signed copy like... of the book. <gasps> oh, that's I, cool. I don't know why my copy signed, but it sure is. Just that it's in her face. It's fine. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. Look at it. <laughs> I love if I'm like at half price or something and I come across a signed copy and I'm like, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know why anybody does this, but I'm going to take you. Yeah. I have a lot of books signed by uh, John Green like that. I know Delia got me one. I was like, but I got you I one. I found more. <laughs> and I'm like, Okay. <laughs> So I just take them. Like, he puts right. his J squiggle on everything. Yeah, it's like, you know. He, like, wrote a personal message to this person. I'm like, I don't know who you are, but. 
Why would you get rid of a John Green book with a personal message? Dear mom, thank you for always believing in me and never selling these books to have parts John Green. I love him. Well, Sarah, if you get a response from him and he wants to do an interview, we could release that as bonus content. Oh, that would be really neat, actually. Wow. But let's not hang our hat on that. We don't know if that's going to be a thing or not, but that'd be cool. Michael Crisp, if you're listening. Oh, hit us up. You know how to reach us at our Instagram page. We do have an Insta, and it is there for you, sir. Okay, so into the actual story. the The pronunciation it is spelled M U R I E L. But when he started interviewing people, he realized that they more pronounce it like Merle. So you will hear us say Merle, but if you ever see this book or want to read this book, or if you've read this book, you know it is M-U-R-I-E-L. Like Muriel, but, but not. Merle. Merle. All of her family had nicknames too. Did you guys notice that? I loved it. <laughs> they all, and that's an Eastern Kentucky thing. So many of these people have nicknames. I think that's, I think that's like a small town thing. But yes. yeah. And like sure. how many people that we graduated with or graduated near, or like I have a stepbrother and stepsister that do not go by their names. They, even mm-hmm. in the like yearbook, it says their nicknames. Like, oh, that's bizarre. Yeah, it's just a thing. I love it. So, Merle was 17 years old, the youngest of seven children, lived near the West Bridge at Prestonburg, Kentucky, when she was found murdered early in the morning of June 28, 1949. Found not too far from her house. It was just under the West the West Prestonburg Bridge, which is still a huge part of Prestonburg culture. Uh, I mean, I'm there's that, that big area. ass sign. It's <laughs> all of our signs are like this bridge that is condemned. No, we don't, no we can do, don't go on this bridge, but also it's kind of like a hallmark of our of our town. Yes. So that <laughs> is where she was found. Uh, there was definitely a struggle of some sort. No one knew who could have done this. It was very upsetting to the town. When they replayed her evening events, she had seen her family. She then went to, oh, do I have it written down? It's a game? Yes, there was a ball game. And then went to the carnival. She walked with some friends home. And at the bridge, she said, oh, I've walked this bridge a thousand times. I'll be fine. And that was the last she was ever seen. And the last photo of her that was ever taken is also in the book. So that was like, I don't know, kind of chilling, kind of haunting. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And after this, so many people were questioned. They legitimately had very few ideas as to who did it. But I'm only, in this summary, I'm only going to talk about people who either confessed or were arrested or indicted. So the first one was William Bill Gamble. He confessed to it after a 15-year-old Olin Collins said that Bill did it. Bill was from the area, but he was working at the carnival or with the carnival at the time. Between the two of them, they had multiple conflicting stories. Gamble then claimed that his confession was false because Captain Patrick Hayes threatened to kill him, which was uh, the captain of the police force. But that was the one in uh, Cincy, wasn't it? Yes, because he did his he did his confession in Cincy, not and then in he the was local. brought down. Yeah, it wasn't the sheriff that was on the case, right? Because he was the sheriff on the case said it was untrue, m- most likely untrue, but it's still everyone's like, okay, well, and the fifteen year old also redacted his confession that Bill did it, saying, "Well, yeah. I was just making up lies." 
And I'm like, okay, what the heck? Then a 23-year-old male, Leo Justice, confessed to the murder. He said that it was him, Gamble, and Collins, that they were all involved. Mm -hmm. All their stories having conflicting aspects. Some of them saying, yep, we killed her right there. I know Collins said, no, we drove away and they had an argument and then we brought her back and then she disappeared. She did have blunt force trauma. There were five skull fractures and it was some type of object. There were several different conversations as to what that object could have been. When you read the book, it says that her pearls were found on a tree and there was a pipe that was found nearby Mm -hmm. and both of those pieces of evidence were lost. So... Who you know? We never. Found I got a lot to say weapon. about that. Oh yeah, we never find that murder weapon. From there, the police end up indicting two different men that were not any of these three men. Mm-hmm. One, the first one, Lon S. Moles. He was indicted in February of the next year. He was an older man that worked with her father uh, in the same area that she lived. A lot of people were concerned that he had an unhealthy obsession with her. She often would come into her father's office and use the phone and they would chat and people caught him staring out the window at her, but he could, he was like, no, I'm just looking out the window. So that was his. And then the other one was E.K. Dotson. Now E.K. Dotson was actually the son of two people who heard screaming the night of her death. Because they live nearby. Right. That was E.S. Dotson and his wife. Yes, and EK, it doesn't fall far from the tree. They were both, ooh, I, I think they're, I thought I wrote down their first names. Not, maybe not Ernest, but. I think they only get referred to by their initials. Yeah, I, I was Jess. wondering what their initials were. I'm like, really genuinely, I wonder if it's just, just the letters. Because I know some people who go by like, just the letters. And I'm like, yeah. that's, whatever. Yes, we graduated with people who went by just their letters. Like, it's a thing. Mm-hmm. So they had a full-blown trial for moles. He was found not guilty just because there wasn't substantial evidence. Although there was some evidence or some stories that said he was out that night. I think it was some bootleggers. Mm-hmm. They said, yeah, he was at our door at midnight and again at 4 a.m. And when he came here at 4 a.m., he was covered in blood. But the, that shirt was never recovered. Then his wife and mother-in-law said, no, 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 he was home all night. We were up and down all night with my arthritis and whatnot, but he was here. So they didn't have enough. It was very circumstantial evidence. They Mm -hmm. didn't have enough to convict. And then the other gentleman, E.K. Dodson, he was actually just acquitted. I don't think they ever did any official trial for him. They dismissed because they couldn't pin it on the other guy. It was kind of like they went hand in hand. Um, And the trial was in Pike County because there was so much animosity and this whole case was just so publicized. Publicized. They Mm -hmm. wanted them to have a more fair trial, which obviously whoever did this, do they know how these counties work? It is all (laughs) all all counties. Yeah. Yeah. If you want to go next door. (laughs) Yeah. Seriously. Especially because a lot of these pictures that they got that he got he credits to like louisville like the louisville louisville journal a lot of the ones from the book from michael anyway so while there was no internet and things didn't travel the way they do they still traveled i promise Mm -hmm. now with that said in 1954 years later they opened it back up when they had like a change of the sheriff changed and different things 
They opened it back up, and Aaron Bracken, or excuse me, Ernest Bracken, is arrested. Sam Stepp was another individual. He said, oh, Bracken totally did it. But both were alcoholics. The accounts were super wild. Neither one of them were formally charged. (laughs) (laughs) But then we back up to May of 1952 when a lady, Ellen Foley, was married to a gentleman at one point named Dewey Osborne. She said that he mentioned on two different occasions that he hit Muriel with a ball-peen hammer with his friend, Clyde Vaughn, who she had also been married to at some point. I know. That was like, like a little confusing. Was this a typo? Like, what's happening? No, she was married to both people. The hammer was never found, even though one the Dewey Osborne, no, excuse me, Clyde Vaughn said, here's where it is. It's at my mom's house under the floor. And they went there and never found it. No hmm. charges were ever filed. Super, super suspicious. All of this. The amount of people who confessed or were blamed for this murder. I don't know why people do that anyway. Like, a lot of people will confess, even yeah, though there's nothing. Yeah, they put themselves into the investigation, I guess. Like, some people, like, I don't know. For some people, I wonder if they're just genuinely mentally ill. And then others, I think they like, want that idea of, like, I don't know, like notoriety. Attention. You know, like, to be, yeah, to be associated with something that's gaining such large attention. It's but a negative like, association, oh, yeah. though, my I guy. I know. I know. And it's like, yeah, I totally did it. And it's like, no, you didn't. No. You're obstructing justice. Yeah. Sit down and shut up. And they were going to get counts for Mr. Collins, the 15-year-old, for obstructing justice, and those never went through. Mm. The, 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 that didn't make it past the grand jury. Yeah. Uh, continuing on, in December of 1957, minor Caldwell Taylor uh, had previously confessed to the crime. And not no a relation to me. <laughs> no relation. No <laughs> I don't think anybody knows your last name, then. Oh, <laughs> uh, it is no longer what you think it is. <laughs> <laughs> Disregard. Disregard. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> so then he indicated two other men, and turns out it was all false. I don't even think he was in the state at the time. <laughs> Nutty situation. There was a couple like that where they were like, you were drinking at a bar. There are eyewitnesses catching you there. <laughs> and they're like, oh, well, I guess I didn't do it. Yeah, like, you. Oops. Oh. Sorry. And, and the one admitted, wasn't it, uh, Taylor? And he's like, yeah, I just don't like the way this uh, prison's treating me. He's like, I'd rather go to Kentucky. Yep. He'd rather, he <laughs> said, I'd, I'd rather spend a lifetime in a Kentucky prison than a year in the current prison I'm at. Mm. So that's really good, you know. Anyway, so in 19, or excuse me, E.K. Dotson in 1974, it was rumored that he had a deathbed confession to his child that he was, in fact, the one that killed her because he had gotten right with God. But that was never proven either. That's just a rumor. In 1982, the case was reopened. And Frederick Sloan, nope, this is one of the ones. Maybe it was the other one too. Okay, so Frederick Sloan made a confession while he was at a mental health facility that he did it. But he would have only been 14 at the time. And people were saying, you didn't even live in Kentucky during that time. <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, damn, maybe right. <laughs> and then he ended up getting released, even though I think he was arrested. They were... He still rolled out. So the book goes through as all of her family members die. Uh, 
her dad truly believed that it was Mr. Lawn Moles. Mm-hmm. And they even had a confrontational moment at their job and never spoke to each other again. Yeah, he gave him a good licking, okay? Because they worked sure together. Yeah. Yeah. He went at him with that little lunch pail. And I was like, yes, sir. Hit him. Take out your anger and frustration. I shouldn't be like that, guys. But I'm like, you know what? Whatever. <laughs> I mean, your daughter got murdered. I think you get a little bit of Yeah, absolutely. And after that, though, he was fin- And I thought that was very gentlemanly. It's like, here you go. Here's your lesson. We're going to walk away. And we're just never going to speak again. I'm like, okay. But, you know, I had to eat at him for him to die only like a few years later. Mm-hmm. A lot of people in the community, and this is per my mother, whose boyfriend's mom she spoke with, who was alive during this time, lived in Prestonsburg during this time. Most people thought it was someone with the carnival. Mm-hmm. And just assumed they came in, did what they did, and rolled out. Just for the record, Gamble and Collins, although they were highly suspected in the beginning, uh, never were never even arrested the murder they were only or maybe they were arrested but they were never indicted yeah they weren't indicted they were were never indicted so it is a cold case to this day it is still technically open but now anyone that would have any information is probably very elderly or dead the author mr crisp had an opportunity to speak with olin collins that is the individual he was going to interview and Mr. Collins passed away. So that seemed really fishy, though. I know he's strange. like, "Yeah, you can interview me for a price for a thousand you know? dollars." And the guy's <laughs> like, "Yeah, you know, I don't normally pay for this, but I'll do it in this instance." And then he just, boop, yeah, yeah. So it's a hard tale, hard to read, just because of what it's about. But a very good read. So the fact that it's a true story is kind of mm-hmm. and, and happened in our hometown is very odd to me. Especially when you keep reading these like all these last names. Like if you didn't know if you were growing up and you didn't know an Osborne, then you did not live in eastern Kentucky. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh, no. There were so many of them and every time I heard the last names, I'm like, okay, just like no, this person. Know, I know, just that. like and this I'm person. Like, are they related to this person? Are they related to I know, I kept thinking that. I'm like, how many of the people we know are related to the people in this story? Yeah. Which was really interesting. Mm-hmm. So, initial thoughts. You can go first, Lily. Okay, I, I, I'm winging it at this point. Mostly because I just felt weird writing stuff down. I mean, I made notes. Okay some notes but I really just highlighted shit in the book I I I liked this book um but it was weird for me I don't read a whole lot of like nonfiction that's not related to school work for the most part I have some other true crime books but this one was a it was a quick read I'll say that much it was interesting to hear about like I said people from like names from our hometown places that they mentioned I was like okay oh yeah this, this is... one's from David Kentucky this one's from mm-hmm. This uh-huh. Kentucky, that Kentucky. I'm like, oh, I know all these places. Yeah, exactly. All these places. Mm-hmm. It definitely was weird. It definitely, I think, made it more real than it's just different when it's your community. So, yeah. I liked it, though. I thought it was interesting. I thought that he did a very good job with how he laid things out. Like, he didn't point, I don't think he did any pointing of blame or anything like that. He just laid out the facts. Mm-hmm. 
and gave you what like was happening in the community, how they felt. You know, he really just kind of kept himself out. It was very third party about it, which I I really enjoyed. I was like, mm-hmm. if you're going to come into a small town and tell this sort of tragedy that has shook the community so many years ago and seems to still be something that is discussed to this day, then handling it with kid gloves is, you, he did an excellent job. Agreed. And with me, I also really enjoyed it. I love true crime. I, I do read a lot of true crime um, novels and stories and everything. Um, so I'm used to like this type of thing. Uh, I think the only thing that bothered me is nothing to do with this dude or the book. It was the Kindle version um, that just kind of killed me a little bit. It kept <laughs> so skipping dumb, around. Right? There yeah. was one point where it talked about, I don't mean to interrupt. It talked mm-hmm. about like um, they were doing the, the bootleggers were talking about, you know, yeah. hey, they went and got that. Then I flipped the page and he, Nothing. No, nothing. Nothing. But then the next page picked it back up. It was oh, yes. weird. No, and then I had to... this book too. Oh, happened in the book. Yeah. Michael, get your shit out? together. So uh, talk to your I publishers. Probably find it. And what it is, they just they flip flop two pages. Yeah. Oh, okay, Which, that makes sense. So I realized. I, I was it. like, I feel like this picks up somewhere. I was able to figure it out. Yeah, I had but to go Kindle back version, and forth a little was still dumb though because it'd be like a full page and then you'd go to the next page and it had like two lines and that was yeah, the other page and, and at the bottom the you know how it would tell you like you're on page like 30 out of 365 it would be like it started on page like 50 of like 2331 mm-hmm. and i'm like this doesn't make sense i just went by the the percentage some yeah. books are like that it's very annoying i, uh, I think it's books that aren't made for kindle like if you if they're not formatted for the Kindle and they just like slide, scan it in or however, I'm not a tech person. Okay. I don't know how, don't at me. So <laughs> however yeah. they do it, however they do it. Yeah. Uh, I think that it's different because the modern right. books, like if you read a book that was written in the last, you know, couple years or so, I guess. Yeah. In the last couple years or so, then it doesn't do that. It doesn't look like that, that or at mm-hmm. least in my experience. So, yes. It's, Oh, but other than that, it was wonderful. I did know about this story previously and had looked into it. And I, I was really angry when I read it the first time and learned about everything. And I couldn't remember why I was angry until I went back into it. And I thought, because they never found anyone. You know, there were all of these suspects and just so much hearsay and just a blatant, just complete uh, screw up of the crime scene completely. And it so overall, it was really good, though. I think he did, like you said, a really good job of putting the facts out there. The author did. I think he really cared about that. Um, I think he he did justice to telling Merle's story and get, like you said, giving the updates and everything like that. So I'm glad I read it. Definitely glad. Definitely glad somebody went to that trouble, you know, to tell such a small town story. Um, Did we get info on her background, like about her in particular? Beyond the fact that she was the victim of a... Uh, she was a cheerleader. I know that. Um, like, I mean, do we know, like, when she was born? Do we know any funny stories Yeah, about October 16th, 19-something is when she was born. <laughs> right, right, right. Good job. Uh, like, yeah, and then yeah. passed away on June, I guess you would say the 28th is when they found her, so... Yeah, I don't know if it was the 27th. 1949. Technically, but that's when she was found. It's the day before my anniversary. <laughs> Oh, there you go. Nice. I know. It was like a day after my mom's birthday, and I was like, Mom, 
mom. I keep thinking of her all the time. I'm like, mom. And I'm like, oh, wait, Sarah. <laughs> Don't associate this with mom. Yeah, that sucks. But, yeah. It, the, the chapter two, it kind of gets into her specifically. Tells that she's the youngest of seven. She was okay. a cheerleader. She was bl- blonde, bright, bubbly. Loved socializing, listening to music, attending church, spending time with her family. Had a quirky okay. sense of humor. Oh, that That's is right. a really sweet story. Yeah, so it definitely I, has I, information I thought about so. Her. I just wanted to make sure. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, other than that, it was super great. Uh, had a good time. Well, okay, that sounds really bad. I had a great time reading about something that I otherwise may not have found this much information at or about on my own um, mm-hmm. if I were researching it. But I still really want to solve it but I understand that there's evidence that is lost that we will never know and it just upsets me to my core but other than that it was a good solid read and I recommend it unless you're not a fan of unsolved mysteries I suppose I'm not but it's still good well then I'm not too much of a fan but if I don't have a clear idea of like this is what happened then it makes me yeah if i don't have like you know oh this is plausible i'll take this yeah like then i start to get mad what the fuck happened to her after she walked near that bridge no idea but heather what are your initial thoughts before we get into this um i really really liked it uh the hardest thing is just anytime you have a story like this that has and it has so many people in it so many people had Mm -hmm. their hands in this pot because it's still unsolved it was open for years Mm-hmm. It had so many people who confessed or who other people confessed on their behalf. It was a little hard to keep up with like names and dates, yeah. but that is not anything on the book itself. That's just the facts. Mm-hmm. Um, I really love how the beginning, it talks a little bit about Floyd County. And then the next chapter talks mm-hmm. about uh, Merle, who she was as a person, her family, her upbringing. That was really, really sweet. It's a nice tribute to her. And then the end is like, hey, her gravesite needs maintenance from time to time so there's a fund for that if you want to contribute here it is. that was really nice i feel I like did he did a really that. good job of trying to give back to this family that had something taken from them yeah what's that info by the way um, i was gonna it. post it on the instagram that's a great idea well if i don't go on the instagram you can do it via paypal to john lynn at foothills.net so that's a j-o-h-n-l-y-n-n at foothills.net or uh heather's gonna post everything else on there's a there's a mailing address thing but heather's gonna put that on the insta so Mm -hmm. yes and then from there the story itself is just so i just don't understand some of these people there i think there are times that people confess to crimes they didn't do have you ever watched confession tapes on netflix Uh, yes oh it's like these people who are coerced more or less oh and you know the Uh police are like we have this information here's false evidence which illegal tactics and they tell people that they did something and they deprive them of basic human rights until they say they did it more or less yeah it's just like get me the fuck out of here right i don't know if that's the one i watched or if it's the innocence tape there is one though where people definitely were coerced but then some of the people definitely did it. 
but I don't know. There's several different stories, several different stories. Okay. See different people and what happened to them. And there are particular, I'm like, oh, I think you did it. (laughs) Yeah. It's like, you might have been court, but you definitely did that. And then there's some people who are like, like, oh, there's. Yeah. It was just blatant, like, oh my gosh, you were in prison for so long. And literally, they could have just, you know, they went by and such small evidence or no evidence or Mm -hmm. ridiculous. That's why anyway. it's important for you, like, to if, to serve on juries and shit, you know? Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, due so, diligence. That's something about this. But there were so many people. How are you? I don't want to attack anyone's character because this book is real. Mm-hmm. However, I just find it hard to imagine that I would tell a grand story about someone who was murdered and then be like, no, nah, I was just playing dog. Uh-huh. just kidding and that happened more than once it wasn't just one person in the story it was several people in the story yeah and then and one of them said he was coerced and then someone else was like eh maybe not and then some people were like yeah I was just trying to get out of prison or yeah I said that while I was under the influence yeah that's why and- jailhouse informants are so tricky yes you have to be very careful about that that's why I don't put a lot that. of weight on yeah and even like eyewitness testimony, you have to be very careful. Well, we are very that. human. We are yeah. very, very human. Absolutely. Yeah. And, you know, and I am not past making a mistake. <laughs> Definitely. <laughs> Unless I see it firsthand, like, don't put me on the stand. Well, even then, you know, you can like mix stuff up, you know, like if you. Absolutely. The, I, oh my gosh, there's so many things. I remember in class one one time, uh, we were having, it was, there was a memory uh, chapter in Psych 101, I think Psych 100, and one of the the kids, uh, one of the students had to present, and she they had taken a picture of our professor from the Friday before their presentation, and they're like, "What was uh professor? Oh shit, I don't remember her name, but uh she was she wasn't there for very long. Anyway, what was professor so and so wearing? And I couldn't remember. You know, it's hard to remember what someone was wearing three or four Uh days ago especially if they're just like an like a small portion of your day and whatever I said was wrong and most of us got this wrong because they'd take they'd sent the picture up so like memory is faulty is what I'm basically trying to get Uh at and if you're like I saw this you don't know that for sure because we also will tell ourselves and tell the story and we will do all kinds of different things in our brains yeah exactly so it's just Mm -hmm eyewitness testimony is so iffy it needs to be corroborated that's what i'm gonna Uh say it's not that it's like when you say i saw something with my own eyes i'm not saying not to believe that person i am saying that you should corroborate that before you yeah it's like you know what i mean as like this is holy and it's true and so we'll keep it no i need Uh multiple people to have seen the same thing without having talked to each other beforehand about it or like there's mm-hmm. actual physical evidence proving this is correct so yes absolutely um and in this case immediately you know they're like oh there's a girl dead over here so many spectators like they yeah. just come in like vultures and it's like oh who is it let's get a look at who this is you know yeah. um even later in the story uh not story but you know the the, the yeah. events here later in the book and I don't know if you guys caught this, but Moles was giving his testimony about the day of the murder, right? Mm-hmm. Like the days, those those two kind of days. Mm-hmm. 
he actually had to go get the chief of police and bring him on over to the crime scene. The chief yeah. of police didn't even come there himself. Like that is so weird. Like why did you have to? Well, oh, okay, 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 okay. Keep in mind, it is the like 1950s, 1940s. How popular are cars? I don't. The chief of and, police and, should have one though. Yes, but <laughs> you have to think they're probably not well funded. It is a small town. Probably. The, I just feel that has to be so. That has to be so sketchy though. Like, what happens if someone yeah. gets murdered somewhere else? It's like, yo, moles, give me a ride up to uh, you know uh, this place. <laughs> like, I mean, I agree. I think that they. I, I just don't know for sure if that's if they if he had access to it. But you know, if he did, buddy, don't do that. <laughs> Immediately it was several people involved and they didn't tape off the crime scene properly. Yeah. Um evidence was not collected properly. That's what I'm saying right. with the pearl and the pipe. Because they said yes. we'll have to wait and see what the lab tests show about the pipe. And then the pipe disappeared. We never mm-hmm. there's a whole there's a whole last line in this book that the someone in the police force says we're waiting on those results and then we never get those again. And then it tells it later. Yeah. That yeah. I, there was a couple times I was going through this and I was like, wait, they can do that in the forties. I felt very, very reassured that by the end, when they had, when they were talking to a, 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 like a, he was, he had interviewed a trooper or something and they were like, yeah. So I don't remember who he was talking to, but he was like, these are the things that hurt this case. This yeah. is the reason why we'll never yes. be able to solve this case. Because there were a couple of times I was like, like, okay, all the physical evidence, like her dress, what she was wearing, Lon's shirt, all of that stuff got returned, returned to the families. To the- and I was yes. like, you can do that? I thought you just kept that in a box somewhere no. forever. Like, right? I'm pretty sure that's how that goes down. So that's 50s, ridiculous. You just get your evidence back once you're No, because guilty? they could have... If they had kept it, if they had kept they could have tested it for like DNA. The reason they keep stuff, they kept stuff, is so that you can come back because there's innovation every day. You have like even the liquor bottle. You know, everyone in the story drank. Of course, you know, in the 1950s, like this, you're coming from a mountain community. Everyone's going to be into alcohol, of course, you know. um, But yeah, everyone drank. It's like definitely you should keep that bottle and i know dna was not on their mind at the time but it's like dude if you had that now just imagine fingerprinting should have back in the 1800s like so there you didn't really have a good excuse for not like holding on to things i think one of the police officers said like you should have been able to because i was like fingerprinting was a thing why didn't you keep the pipe and if you were going to test the pipe why not test it for fingerprints how the fuck would you let that go missing where's your chain of evidence yeah. And I'm not, and, I, uh-huh. to be fair, and I will give them this, I don't know how training goes when you're a sheriff and you get elected. I don't know what kind of law enforcement, probably not anything. So for one, he probably didn't know how, how to handle a crime scene. And for this two, have been like it his sounded first like, murder. yeah, I was getting to say, well, it sounded yeah, like there, because a lot of the murders I think they talked about in here, it's like self-defense. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, it was a lot of, like, you're on my property, this and this. Like, it's self-defense. So it's not, like, this crazy, kind like, this random girl. Well, not random. A girl of the community was killed very randomly. And yes. they didn't know how to handle it. So I, I understand you didn't know how to handle it. But I'm also, like, if you're ever in a situation where you're like, I don't know what to do, fall back on your training. 
you know? Mm-hmm. I was very or ask like another professional, get someone really, else. Like, involved. Dude, we should call somebody who knows, you know. Well, they got the FBI involved, but it just seemed like the evidence was already missing. Delayed. The, yeah, it happened absolutely. too late. Yeah. And then they got the Pinkertons involved, which oh my god. <laughs> you guys, Pinkertons are not I mean, there's a reason they aren't around anymore. I don't think <laughs> anyway. Because they're, you know, gray as shit. They are in a gray, 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 gray area. I want to agree. Yes. Quick question. Um, <laughs> let's hope. Uh, <laughs> so, did they not say someone pocketed the pearls? Did they not specify who that person was, or do we assume someone pocketed the pearls? Because I thought he went through and he's like, yeah, this person pocketed the pearls. and Or maybe he just meant someone took the pearls and they were never to be, obviously, because they never found the pearls, right? Um, yeah, they, they were hanging on a tree. I don't know what happened to They them were. Either. And then I remember him saying something about someone pocketing them. But then later, it's like, yeah, the pearls went missing. No one got that. And I'm like, did that person not give that back? Because in my head, I'm like, okay, they're pocketing the pearls to like maybe help. Clearly not. Well, uh, if it was somebody who killed her and was right, there, yeah, which a lot of times that happens, you know, depending on yes, the situation, yes. they're in the, that's why they take pictures of like the bystanders of a, a, uh-huh. in the crowd. Near that's the why that police people. officer was like, they should have taken pictures. They yeah. should have, you know, everything yeah, know. that we do now, because they didn't have, but the pictures would have been a big thing. Big help. Yeah. The police didn't touch, take those pearls and the person who killed her could have had them, you know, uh-huh. because that's just a thing that people Absolutely. do sometimes you know and i think there was one of the um, law enforcement officers or someone had said you know yeah we found that lead pipe but we don't think that's what killed her and i'm like you Why? don't know for <laughs> sure well, like, yeah it was something that gave blunt force trauma like uh exactly that and i'm like does can you not hit someone with a pipe and, and then you were asking trauma? about a screwdriver exactly. Uh, well, yeah. on the end of the screwdriver yes <laughs> that's not turn it around trauma, and, honey. right that would be a because that would be like more like a stat yeah definitely you don't that's not what we're going for and so like the not, i'm not a professional but in my experience <laughs> unless he just went hardcore with like you know so maybe he flipped it over and was like Wapow. also Ding. imagine hitting someone with a hammer and then they're just passed out because that was in their stories over and over again with the gamble and collins they're like, there was a screwdriver and he hit her and then she stopped moving. Or he hit her first when she was walking down the road, but then he hit her on the steering wheel when he put her in the car. And then uh, it just, the lies. Yeah, so I'm like, and okay, so I know that Lon supposedly had blood on his shirt from this couple who I guess were the high standing. Couples. Yeah, high standing in the community. I have no idea who did it? I really don't. But if he was 74, right? No, he wasn't 74 then. He died when he was like 74. Are you talking about Lon? Yeah, Lon. Lon is older, honey. Yeah, he's older, thought... but he died when he was in his 70s. He This happened when they were like in their... No, like, I'm he was pretty like 60. sure he was older because his... Oh, he was 60. There you go. I'll give that. I was like, he was older though because his wife had arthritis. Yeah, they had arthritis for like 10 years, but then I heard of their age, and I'm like, that makes sense for back in the day, because now, I'm like, you know, you still see arthritis and people like that, but I think when he died was like 74, and then this happened when he was like in his 60s. Okay, I was like, he was not young, though. He was no spring chicken. 
he was not he was not him and his wife and I was wondering like how do you and it's so finicky with it because you know you have this testimony and then you have people seeing the scratches on him and then you have all this like she literally comes to the office very frequently and sits on his desk and he stares out the window but like you said Heather I mean he's just like <laughs> looking out my window um, but literally like you know her and her girlfriends are always like right there going through the houses and in between and moving and then it, it, it would make sense to me I would make he, sense I just wonder about his ability to move her to, well and they said whoever moved her had had trouble because they didn't they had struggled with it oh, and yeah. so they couldn't get her like into the river they had to like it looks like they pulled her at such a weird way that's why they thought hey it must have been at the end i think the police guy was like it must have been somebody who didn't have a lot of strength because yeah, they also talked about how it probably wasn't somebody who lived in the community because when you kill someone you want that to be as far away from you as possible from as you live right Absolutely. there but and you know and who knows and i think that's like one thing he said it's like when this started whoever did it probably didn't mean for it to happen and yeah. i can see that like you go into it here's a young girl and it made sense to me what the police officer at the end said when he's like you know um maybe it's somebody she knew and then it's like hey i've got alcohol or whatever they're just hanging out and then one thing leads to another and it's like a sexual advance that was just not reciprocated and then they well, got she like was engaged too right and she was so young and engaged absolutely and then that happens and then it was probably like an oh shit moment you know um but i agree though you have the carnival playing into this you have mm. all these false confessions you have people in the community i really don't think they really it, you know kind of touch the many surface hands in yeah the pie I mean, just because you have so many people involved in your investigation, you don't know who gathered what information from who, uh -huh. and you don't right. know who was even in the community at the time because of the carnival. Because I don't like Apple Days happens where, isn't that painful? Right? Painful. Okay, not super close to us. It's like, a couple, like an hour or two away, right? Uh, depends where you're starting at. If you're in okay. Prestonsburg, Paintsville's like. 20 30 minutes there you go but if you're at my mom's house it's more like 50 yeah it's like my hour. house is like it's probably a good hour and a half yeah so uh, from yeah from where my mama's house is anyway so mm -hmm. that being said you know we i mean people travel to carnivals because mm -hmm. we go or like they hillbilly like days hillbilly days court days goal. Gosh, you know, so there's just so many things that people, because it's a small town, there's not a lot to do. You're like, carnival, everybody get the fuck out, let's go. So, I can't imagine that it's very different in the 50s. It wasn't. Right. <laughs> and another thing that I thought was, it wasn't. <laughs> can confirm. Um, I lived there. Because, you know, they did put a lot of stock really on, like, you lived in the 50s, and I appreciate yeah. that. You know me. You're like, uh, you're like, uh, you know, Benjamin Button. You spent yeah, like too. you were the old man who did it in the fifties, and now you're just getting younger with each year. We figured it out. Oh okay. my god! Um, but you know, they put a lot of stock on like reputation as well because mm -hmm. they looked at Lon's wife, and it's like, okay, she's a really upstanding person, and she's arthritic, and she needs help. So you know, they put a lot of stock on him being home with her. Um, but I can also see how you know that timeline made sense too. 
Um, and I know people can get, like we talked about, they can get their days mixed up. They can get what's going on mixed up, you know, mm-hmm. and they didn't, it, but there was a point where I was, um, sorry, this is, this is jumbled. Okay. Weren't there two boys on a bike that went across the bridge and everyone's and they're like, there's two boys on a bike going across the bridge and everyone noticed that. And then do you, do you guys so that sound right? Yeah, it's vague. It's vague. Yeah, because yeah, I'm yeah. like, why did they they need to find, you know, those two boys? Because I think they had either spoken to her or they had saw her. Maybe they did speak to them because that part's kind of iffy in my mind. But I was just thinking, you know, I don't know. Uh, yeah. yeah. There's more, just so more. much that could have happened. And, yeah. and, and there were several that. eyewitness accounts that said they saw a big man and a little man. And they're talking about one guy was 6'3", Gamble was 6'3", and Collins was 15. So, like, people are like, oh, And another thing with Gamble's, didn't he have the car of that couple? Like, he had a stolen car on him of a missing couple from Virginia. Yeah, that's real suspicious. Yeah, and so... It just made it just made yeah, me realize. Definitely, I don't know. I, it's kind of bizarre that he wasn't indicted. Maybe just I think they didn't have enough. He wasn't. And he was lying about there were two men that also worked the carnival. Maybe yeah. And he like gave them a ride from somewhere else, and they were like, "Yeah, we didn't get a ride from him." And everyone's like, "Yes, you did." And they're like, "Okay, fine, we did, but it was that morning." And they're like, "No, you didn't. It was in the afternoon." And they're like, "Okay, fine." And, like, the police knew that it was all lies. And they're like, yeah. what, do, what do you trust? What do you believe? When there's so many people telling so many different versions of this story, mm-hmm. when they may not mm-hmm. even have anything to do with it, what yeah. do you do with that information? Absolutely. Also, I, can oh, go, go ahead. No, go ahead. I was going to change story. Oh, change I was just going to say with uh, Olin, it's like, yeah, he was 15. How old was Gamble? Did it say how old he was? If, it doesn't really matter, 20s, but he 30s, was, yeah, obviously, like, an, an adult, I guess, an you know, adult, yeah, of age, but um, they had that picture of them where, like, Olin's, like, you know, talking, and he's standing up, and he's so tiny and itty-bitty, and then yeah. Gamble's just sitting there, and, um, yeah, I'm really upset they didn't put more stock into that, because it's like, okay, but I get how they don't know what to believe, it's like, they don't yeah. really have the evidence. Did they find out what happened to that car? Did they find that car? I know they didn't find an, a screwdriver, like he said. No, but I think they had. They, I don't know. I don't want to say anything that's totally incorrect. Yeah, it I'm just sure. one thing that upsets me is if anybody in this case who confessed actually did it. Like they obviously, t- their confession was not the correct way that it happened. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like they had a hard time backing up anything anybody said. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, that really bothered me because it's like, hold on, sorry guys, technical difficulties. I lost everything. Oh no, I figured it. Figured it out. Figured it out. <laughs> okay. Um, sorry, but and that's one thing that bothered me in it because it was because uh, he's like, no, I promise, he did it. He was involved, and here's how the night went. And it's like, why lie about it? Like, if you're already there and you're going to tell the story of how this girl died, just tell it. You know, mm-hmm. if if you really did it, like, tell us what happened. But I think at the same time, if Owen and Gamble did do it, obviously one would want to, like, underplay what they did. Yeah. And, you know, and you would want to mastermind what the other one did. Like, oh, no, 
I didn't do anything. It was Gamble. And then later Gamble's like, yeah, but Olin was involved too. And it's like, oh no. Yeah, you definitely want to minimize your involvement for sure. And then after that, Olin's like, no, we just made it up. Just kidding. Just kidding. But anyway, okay. go ahead. Yeah. But I mean, and part of me, large parts of me are like, if you hear a scream outside, go investigate it. Why are you just sitting in your house? It's like, oh, it's just somebody screaming. It's fine. Especially but if you're in a-, a counterpoint to that is if I heard screaming outside, I'm gonna lock my doors. I ain't going out there. <laughs> That's so fair. Hashtag not a Gryffindor. But That's they thought fair. it was a dog. And I'm like, if you hear How a do- dog, dogs like sound that, very like, different than that. girls screaming. That's I'm sorry. Right. Yeah. Clean Unless the taters out your ears, okay? I was very upset about that too. I'm like, dude. It was not a dog. We hear dogs no. whimper. You hear dogs howl. Like, it does not sound like a lady screaming. Okay. Goodness. Yeah, that's a certain uh, brand of denial. Or yeah. it was a husky. They can sound like females. Mm. Oh. Huskies are really well, now, now. <laughs> this yeah. case is up on its head. <laughs> Someone's like, now the neighbors did have a husky in 1944, actually. Oh, 1949. Wow. <laughs> no, I'm joking. Oof yeah i don't know i'm just like in my brain like bystander effect that's what i was gonna say part of me is yeah. like go out there and see what's going on and the other part of me is like i'm not trying to go out there and get murdered myself no not no today. thank you but no. to be fair i have a good feeling that everybody was fucking carrying take a oh, shotgun out oh, there i bet you're right about that for sure for you know sure what I mean? it's an open right. carry state now anyway i don't know about back then probably was no, they carried anyway. They didn't care. Post World War II, <laughs> I would bet money people have guns. Yeah. So yeah, I'm just saying I'm not I'm not a big fan of like of that stuff. But but if you're gonna have it, use if you're in it. That scenario. Right. Like if in you're... that scenario. Yeah. So, but that's just again that's me thinking bystander effect. You know, in diffusion of responsibility. I do think I agree. If you had like a weapon on you, you hear someone screaming. You know, this is like a tight-knit community where I just assume you don't hear a lot of ladies screaming in the middle of the night. I would also want to think somebody could come, you know, would come and at least, like, check it out. But I think somebody did go, or no, they just looked out a window, I think. Yeah, they they opened the back door or something. Yeah, Yeah, it's like, oh, nobody's here. I mean, like... How many streetlights were in the area? Because probably not a lot because there's not a lot now. Yeah. God, imagine being around that bridge, around the river with like no lights. You hit over the head. That poor girl. God, yeah. that just freaked that me out more. Especially because oh, like we used to go four wheeling up and down your road and there was like one streetlight at the end of the road. No. No, there was one near your guys' house. There was like two. Yeah, yeah, too. <laughs> like the whole holler. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It was. You know what I mean? Like it just is a little sketchy. too close to home, a little bit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, but absolutely, like you. Uh, and now, I thought it was interesting to know that Prestonsburg High School now was built on top of where the carnival site where was. The carnival was. Yep, yep, yep. Because now, in my head, it's Archer Park. You know, right have, yeah, yeah because that's where we have the carnivals like yeah right there um yeah. and that's what i was thinking too i'm like where you know was this thing located and i don't know quite how far away that was from the bridge i'm really bad with directions and distance i was gonna say i haven't been to Prestonburg high school since we did academic team in high school so yeah or like the, i took the act or something there uh, uh no i did mine in pikeville 
But yeah, they they gave me the little booth, and I'd always poop my feet up, and then I'd take my test, and I'm like, this is so comfy. They would oh, really? always give me the boot. Yeah, they would always give me like one of the big uh, lunchroom booths whenever I come in, and I'm like, okay, because I can't. I'm, and I had that entire table, and I'm like, this is great. And I just put my calculator out there. I'm like, better get a good score, <laughs> right? You're like chilling, <laughs> relax. Yeah, <laughs> better be. But I wonder. You know, I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna look up the distance just just because I'm curious. Um, you guys go ahead, continue talking. I was gonna say I'm trying to think too. So we have a new there's a new bike trail that goes behind Archer Park that I'm pretty sure starts in West Crestonburg. So I've been oh, there yeah. and I'm having a hard time placing exactly how far that is from the high school. Mm-hmm. So that's on me, dogs. Mm-hmm. But in my head, that just further corroborate. I can't say that word. Corroborate. Yep. Thank you. Yep. Dilly got it. Um, that to me in my head it just even more solidifies that that carnival was at Archer Park because they're so close <laughs> and it goes over the railroad tracks like the area it's there mm-hmm. uh, it the looks like it's by. about four minutes by car and if you were to walk it's about 17 minutes yeah so, so easy to do so close. Nine, yeah. nine, you're a high school girl with your homies yeah chilling out that that'd be walk. fun Relaxing, but then I can also see how if people, you know, if somebody did have a vehicle like Gable, Nolan, or uh, Lawn, the Lawn, you know, Lawn like anyone like that, mm-hmm. if any of them had a vehicle, obviously Lawn lived in the community anyway, but I can see how it would, you could just quickly find her. Because would you, with this bridge, like that's what they were using as their means to get to the carnival. Yes, right? Yeah. That's why mm-hmm. they're going, but Correct. I don't know why in my head I'm like, thinking that they kind of had to go out of their way but they didn't because they talked about the depot being like you know the central yeah the central part right there of prestonsburg due to like the train and traveling is there a is there a map did i see a map in here or um, am i just oh my gosh there may have been on one of the early pages oh the dedication is to her family which i thought was really sweet yeah well i saw the county yeah there's just a map of the county uh, there may be another one, but I don't specifically recall. Okay. Well, there was a map. I'm not losing it completely, but not yet. Well, it's still early. <laughs> one <in my> day, <laughs> maybe someday, we'll all get there. Okay. Well, I think we're gonna have to map this out. We're all gonna be together anyway. I think my husband's yes. going to the hotel. Yes, I would love to have it mapped in, out. Uh, in in. Prestonsburg anyway when we come down for the reunion the class reunion so okay so we go to the bridge we go see Merle's uh tombstone give her some flowers and then we yeah yeah I I thought man I'd like to visit that cemetery because it it breaks my heart for the family too um like the mom was just so heartbroken that after that trial as much as I wish she would have saved that evidence she was just like no I don't want anyone to ever open this again i'm just gonna burn her stuff she was just so hurt by it that she burnt the dress and at that time they didn't have dna testing so it's not like she was like oh well maybe but they were still common principle to keep the evidence i mean like shit well and here's the other thing too that i thought was odd i knew there was something else there was a point when they had they were gonna try someone but then they didn't and it was weird because they were like the family didn't want to press charges. And I was like, I'm pretty sure in a murder, tri- murder trial, that's not how that goes. 
Yeah, like, like the, the family wasn't interested in them taking it to trial. Yes. And so they were um, like, nah, I guess we won't. Was it the guy that they said that uh, it seemed like he All right, had... So it- yeah, citing insufficient evidence and the fact that the Baldridge family declined to participate in bringing Sloan before a grand jury. Sloan was eventually released and the case was again cold. Which I was like, it's interesting because usually the family's feelings don't matter when it comes to murder. Like, it's right. different. Huh, that is interesting. I guess unless they just, it being a small town, they were like, oh no, they're upset. But I don't I mean, see like, I can understand. Lawfully. I, I, I understood oh, no. them being like, well, there wasn't enough evidence, but the fact that they also added... But the family also didn't want us to do anything with it. It just seemed really odd. Mm-hmm. Was he the one that they said that uh, had some information that you can't just get from? Or was that someone else? They said they had information that you can't just gather. Uh, no, this is the guy who was only 14, I think. No. Oh, okay. Yeah. okay. Maybe that's it. But they also put it in like a true crime, like the true detective magazines for people to read and i thought about reading that story because i don't know how accurate it is to my story and like what evidence because you know some law enforcement keep things to themselves that only they should know that way if they do get someone Mm -hmm. and you know that way they they know they have the right perpetrator Mm -hmm. in this case i'm don't think they were thinking like that, not because no. they're stupid. I just think they were just also very a small town. Everybody it. was there at the crime scene. You yeah. know, they didn't secure it. People saw what they saw, and you know, in small towns, yes. people talk. And, and lot, like, yeah, the girl, her friends had to be the one to tell the family. It's like, so I think Miles did over there, you yeah. know? Yeah, and, they showed up before police did, which the fact that they also had the friend yes, identify her. I was, I was like, so you sad. just traumatized this girl for yes. life. Why the fuck would you do that? Yeah, I know I you don't want to spare the family. They're going to see her anyway at some point during the funeral day. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And and sometimes it's hard to believe anyway until you see them. Actually see them. Yeah. I've never, I don't even have children to be able to relate to this. So this comes from a place of ignorance. But I feel like in my head, not even my child, let's say it was someone I love dearly that's not my child. I feel like I would need to see it to believe mm-hmm. it, kind of to put right. those pieces together. Like rather so, it be you than anyone else. Like, yes. you know, this like, is I my person. Myself. Right. Exactly. Yeah. And they had, if they were worried about the family doing it, if they were worried about the parents seeing that thing, she had siblings. Why would you involve her adult friend? Siblings. She was the youngest. Adult. So she has adult siblings. I don't know. Why? I just thought that was really Could odd too. that on. Other yeah. than a 15 year old, which broke my heart. I read that and I was like, Oh no, who did that? Who made that decision? Because right, imagine. Make that decision. I can oh. imagine being friends with like one of you ladies and, and have gone through bit if anything had happened back in the day. And they're like, oh, Sarah, just go come check this out and see if this is your friend. I'd be like, oh God, no. <laughs> like, I can't. Right, right? I, you I know, don't think we could do it. Yeah, this know. is not, I don't want to see them like that, you know? And who oh. wants to see their friend because they talked about her hair being matted? And, oh, several You times. know, yeah. and that she just didn't look, didn't like, look herself. like herself. Yeah, and I couldn't imagine just seeing someone you love so much, like so vibrant and pretty, and you know, in the prime of her young life, and just seeing her like that. Like I couldn't. That has to be heartbreaking. But I agree, she did have brothers and sisters, and uh, her brother was involved in the trial. Right. Right? It was, or not in the trial. He wrote an affidavit. There you go, affidavit, and he took notes. Um, I'm. I would be really interested to see. Office, right. 
Yeah, he did work yeah. with the law office. I just don't remember what it was about. Yes, it was. I forget what it was. Because he had brought like information or something. I don't remember. But the dad was there too, during the trial. Anyway, yeah. they both sat next to the lawyer. Which I was like, I didn't know that they could do that. Usually they sit behind them, but okay. Well, and I, I just have to say, I don't mean to judge, but I saw that picture of E.K. Dotson, and I'm like, you're a little skittish dude. Oh, you know, like, his parents looked very, like, they were sitting there, and they looked very serious, and I just looked at him, and I'm like, something about you reminds me of just, like, a weasel. And I know that sounds really bad. I don't mean it in a bad way. Yeah. He was just, like, so skinny, and uh, I don't know. Are we allowed to discuss who we think did it? I I was going to ask if you ladies, like, had a prime suspect who you thought might be the person. So, I think with listeners, just know that, obviously, we are not detectives. You know, we have no training as far as this goes. The only expertise that at least that we can boast of is a, a very avid interest in true crime and having listened to or read different books or podcasts or TV shows or movies and so on and so forth. That does not make us experts, though. That does not make us law enforcement. But, like everybody else, we got opinions. So the teenager that wrote the story said, and like everyone else, I have an opinion. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah. we do. We all have opinions. so. So, that being said, this is our opinion. We don't mean this as a reflection of, you know, it happened a long time ago. I don't want this to like blow back on anybody's family is basically what I'm trying to say. So take take what we're saying with a grain of salt. Moving on. Yes. I don't have any really. I, I, I had a hard time trying to pin down who I thought it was because there was just so many people and I kind of spaced out. I was kind of like, there's so many people. I can't, yeah. but I think that people. I don't want to be very vague about it because I do feel like they had more evidence against Juan and EK oh, yeah. mm-hmm. than anything, you know, with the bloody shirt, the way whiskey. The what, did he testimonies. have an explanation for the the shirt? No, he never had an explanation for that. That never that's one thing that got me is it didn't it seem like he was So we found this bloody shirt. Pretty sure it's yours. Any explanation for where the blood came from? Because this doesn't look like a shaving accident. And then people in the community were like, the bootleggers can't be trusted because they're bootleggers and they've been in trouble with the law. I'm like, right. So why would they put themselves in a in situation the where they have to yeah. be on trial? What is the motive? What would be their benefit? Yeah. What's their motive? For being there. Yeah. Because the lady's like, he told me not to turn on the lights, but I had to make change. She's like, I can't see in the dark. So I turned on the lights. And then he comes back later in a different shirt. Mm -hmm. And yeah, like she said, it was like a shirt like policemen wear or something. Mm -hmm. And then later it comes back and someone mentions it being like almost like a Western type attire, like tan. And so it was interesting to me because I felt like there was a lot of, there was some corroboration from others. Corroboration. 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 Yeah. Thank you. To play devil's advocate real quick though. I know we said that we couldn't really see a motive for the bootleggers, but I also think that, you know, if they're like, hey, we're bootleggers and we heard this, then they also, like, there's that chance of them being like, oh, we get more customers because they know we're bootleggers. For Mm -hmm. what? 
The other thing is, too, is like some people just want to be famous. Some people just want to be talked about. Well, they also had that fund, though, the money that they were raising. Remember, they were like the the newspapers like, hey, give us money for this. Mm -hmm. And then they said, I don't know how truthful it is that the guy was like, hey, I'll give you um, like what, like a thousand dollars in the house if you can say that this is what happened. You know, do you guys remember that part? Yeah, like, that was somebody yeah. else. That wasn't the bootleggers. Was and it? Right. It wasn't the bootleggers, but just, you know, maybe they, I mean, it, there is a lot of, I also don't see why they would put themselves as the granddaughter of uh, some moonshiners. I don't know who's been arrested many times. I don't know why they would also put themselves in that situation, but yeah. I can see where you're coming from as well. Yeah. I'm just, I mean, like I, I, if I had to be honest, it probably is that they were trying to just be good people. Just because you're bootleggers and you sell shine does not mean that you're not a decent person. Those right. things are mutually exclusive, you know? And everybody back in those days were drinking. So probably these people, you know, like everybody was getting their booze from them probably too. Or somewhere. Or making their own up in the hills. Like good old Mountain Dew. You know what I'm saying? Right. But anyway. But yes, yeah, so against Lon, uh, I think if I had to pick... Um, it would probably be Lon and EK, but I am very furious that they did not uh, go a little bit further with Gamble and Olin and kind of just, I don't know. I know there's not really anything they could do with that, but how sketchy. They had too many yeah. assumptions themselves instead of doing the footwork is what it seemed right. like. Now, I don't know for sure. I haven't looked at the case file, but that's what it seemed like to me is they were like, well, we think it's these people. So we're just going to take that to trial. Like, hmm. Y'all look real incompetent if you don't do the footwork and talk to people and get more information and get more evidence and so on and so forth. But I agree. Lawn looks like the most. Now, it could be that we just have that that much information from, like, trial dockets and stuff. Right. Yeah, because Gamble, Collins, never going to trial. All that evidence. There's evidence that people could. We would have had more eyewitness accounts about them if they mm-hmm. were the ones who went to trial. Absolutely. So and if it was Gamble, then that meets that the assumption by the community that it was someone related to the carnival. But it also has that kind of, but I'm from here, so I know things. I know the area. Because, mm-hmm. you know, most statistically, usually people are murdered by people they know. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And uh, I agree. I wish, and also them giving the, um, testimony of hey it's a big man a small man like that's what we saw yeah they said I wish they said that yeah I wish they went a little more into that Um, I wish they gave us more about I say they gave us more but I wish the police had done more digging about that car and about that missing couple like Mm -hmm. I want to know yeah, I think at the very least, Gamble was did, was up to no good. Did not mean yes, to like he definitely hard. did something, even if it wasn't this. He was in some shady stuff. I don't know though. I have a strong suspicion if you there's a missing couple and you have their car, it's probably murder. It's I don't think it's a hard leap to take that, and it's also not a hard leap to take if you murdered once, then you might do it again. You might do it again, right? Or in this case, so. a third time. Right, <laughs> right. If you did, yeah, and. So. And I, I don't think he gave an explanation for how he got the car, just that they picked it up. But I don't think he was like, yeah, I stole it or, yeah, like, I don't think he really gave a reason. Right. At least that we know about. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's why that happened. So they just seemed 
I don't want to say stupid, but almost naive. It's almost like, yeah, I'm in this situation. He's already told you that I did it. Sure, I did it. And then here's how it happened. And it's like, no, I just did And then they come back and they're like, no, but I did do it. And it's like, no. And then there was the other guy that said, yeah, I did it with them. But a different story than they told. Yes. (laughs) Collins went back and forth so many times on whether or not he was involved and whether or not Gamble did it and whether or not he did it. I mean, he was 15, though. You know, we talk a lot about brain being soaked in hormones. Yeah. I would I would posit that if he was involved, he probably like his guilty conscience came up. And he said mm. something, and then he was, like, reminded, like, oh, shit, if this is a thing, I'm going to go to jail. Right. So then he's like, okay, I didn't do it. But then he feels bad, so he's like, I did it. You know right. what I mean? Like, yeah. I could see impulse. that going no back and control. forth. Yeah. yeah. But at the same time, like you said, him being full of hormones, seeing this girl out there alone, very pretty. He's 15. She's, like, what, 16, 17? 17. Yeah, 17. She's 17. I mean, you yeah. know. I can see how, and even Gamble and how he's like, okay, you know, we can take advantage of this situation. I think that he probably wouldn't have done it on his own, just being a 15-year-old boy and brain-soaked in hormones. That generally doesn't make people rape other people. But Gamble does have this weird-ass, like, suspicious history. He probably could have egged that on without it even anything. And then, like, maybe Collins got scared and was like, Mm -hmm. well, shit, she's dead now, you know? Like, she struggled, somebody panicked, she got hit over the head, and, you know, then he's like, nope, can't do it, can't do it, you know. Certain people, okay, this is just me, you know, like, listening to way too many true crime stories, this is going to be a little bit, uh, a lot of it not appropriate or sensitive, that being said. Sometimes, uh, people will murder people or, like, try to have sex with that person. Uh, rape that person not have sex with rape that person and then accidentally kill them and and not Mm want to continue on with those acts and some people can want to continue on but that being said i'm assuming because they said there was nothing that happened Mm -hmm. there yeah they didn't have evidence she just had like the ripped dress yeah freaked out it's like she's dead and you know i'm not trying to be into any sort of necro situation so that was really right. insensitive. I'm sorry. But. I uh, know. I mean, you know, necrophilia is definitely think, a thing. I think that that might have. a word in the English language maybe. that has a meaning. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> might have been a reason why they didn't go any further with it. Like, well, we panicked. She said, we're going to leave now. Like, we're done. But also, yeah. hear me out. She had five skull fractures. Do you panic five times in a row? Well, they might have hit her over the head. She might have passed out. They want, might have wanted to make sure she was dead. But to me, that's a le- that's not panic. If no, I no, no, if you panic like, one no. time, you panic one time. You're like, oh shit, oh shit, she's she's like damaged. We gotta make sure she's like she, gone. She's damaged. So, so you're saying it depends which way you panic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If I hit someone way. over the head and I think they're dead, I'm gonna be like, oh my god, I have to stop. Yeah, I gotta go. Gonna, yeah, I gotta run or or. To call somebody i've got to figure right. this out i hope they're not dead whereas this one they panicked they could have panicked in the other direction where it's like mm-hmm. oh no and then whack, yeah. Whack, whack. yeah but right. i also think five times is a lot of times to hit somebody over the head and it be like panicking yeah. or accidental that's a lot of 
That's a it, yeah. Five I, times? I, wouldn't, I don't think I would panic in that direction. This is my right point. because it's not you know. Yeah, I agree. But it's not part, like um, we're uh, relatively what, normal people. Because if it was, you know, uh, we hit them, like she hit her head on the steering wheel and she passed out. We think she's dead. I feel like at that point, as a rational person myself, I would have just dumped them, been like, okay, like if I were in this bad situation, I would have taken them to the hospital. Of course, guys, I wouldn't literally do this. But if something (laughs) happens, you know, um, and I were like a criminal in that situation, I'd be like, okay, let's put her here. But yeah, doing it five times seems like there might have been some passionate something. Like that's why I think she rejected. Whoever it was, just yeah, for sure. I think she definitely just Which was like, no. <laughs> gives some credence, I think, to e- either being Gamble or Lon, if we take into account and believe this idea that he was someone who was enraptured with her. You know, right? Mm-hmm. But I'm also mm-hmm. like, you're sixty. We all know that like business down there doesn't work as usual. You know. She might but have been the one thing that cured his ED. <laughs> she might have been but, but, I mean, it does still happen. You're not dead when you're 60. It's not like right. it doesn't work. It's just, like, indifferent. And, you know, and I know this sounds really mean, too, but having an arthritic wife who's, like, probably have, you have to take well, care of. gets her foot, right? It was enough that she died I mean, not long after he died. Um, I mean, and I feel like he took. arthritis. And, you know, <laughs> and she didn't there's, move, right? Well, there's something to be said about, like, if you're in pain, oh, maybe you fair. don't want to. Fair point. Yeah, and I think that that's... And if it's, like, you're not adventurous, I'm not saying that they weren't because, you know, we, this generation, the generation before us, did not come up with all these, like, different positions and whatnot to get a little mm-hmm. uncouth. But... I we think just that eat ass. A- <laughs> <our generation>. Sorry. <laughs> to be even more uncouth. Um, no, I think that that it's a very religious small town that mm-hmm. there's not a whole lot of that adventurous stuff going on. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And so like her so like her, staring she's on the bottom. Her. I'm talking about mm-hmm. the wife and there there's Oh, sorry. Yeah. Her leg hurts. She's probably like, if we're going, like, like, straight up missionary, nah. she's probably like, no, I don't want you laying on top of me attempting to get off. Like, this right. is painful. So, that that also being said, sorry to anybody who is related to these people. This I is apologize. how we get canceled. This, <laughs> this is exactly how. This Sarah thought she was going to get canceled over the Mario thing. But it's definitely yeah. this. This is the thing. That being um, said, I don't know these people's see. lives. Who knows? Right, they could have been sex rings or not at all. So many unknowns, so many lies. Yeah. Uh, Absolutely. I think I would have liked to hear more about, like, why they thought that she was, like, his, like, an object of his infatuation. Right. Right. Because I know they did say that she came to use the phone. I'm sorry. She came to use the phone, and then she sat on his desk, right, a lot. But, and she would laugh with him. But I just don't. If she grew up with him, know. if her yeah. parents, if he right. worked with them, it could just be like they have a close like uncle relationship or like grandfatherly relationship. It doesn't even have to be that kind of relationship. So I just wonder where. And he's yeah. him staring out the window. Might have just been like, I'm just making sure she's aight. Because yeah. somebody had to start the rumor that hey, it was Lon and EK. Like we think Lon did it. 
and yeah I do wonder where that that came from because I guess it could have been that maybe she you know or unless somebody just knew more than they were telling but I just don't that's true Heather what were you saying oh I don't think I was saying anything of importance I'm just agreeing and being like exactly I'm just agreeing with you guys like exactly Mm -hmm. so is this a rumor that just started because people misunderstood their actual relationship is this something that's founded? Because sometimes you get a vibe from someone and intuition is there oh, for yeah. a reason. Like intuition is sure. a real thing. For sure. So who knows? It's just so hard to tell. Yeah. Right. And, and quick that, question. No, oh, go, go ahead. ahead. No, you go ahead. That's fine. I'm going, I'm going totally different direction. Oh, okay. Well, me too. Um, <laughs> you go first. <laughs> it's okay. I was going to say, with that being said, I really don't think that um Collins would have given the author any anything of real substance in the interview if mm-hmm. he'd been someone who had lied so many times before I don't think he would have Mm-mm. told him the truth I don't think he would have got that so I hope that doesn't it has play on like, men, many years though and I think that you know like okay I'm gonna draw on some fiction lie. here but you remember uh Cask of Amontillado yeah he, he talks about that at the very end you know what I mean like he, right. he comes at the end of his life and says, "Oh yeah, I killed this guy." Yes, and I wish that was. I wish we knew, but I think for him to want to capitalize on it, yes, gives me an sus. idea that he wasn't planning on yeah. giving anything of substance. Yeah. Um, but at the same time, you know, E.K. Dotson having that potential deathbed confession—that's really interesting. I know that's very personal. I know his family would not probably um let you know if that's true or not and i understand that completely because if he was a born-again christian at the end of his life i mean that's that i want to make your peace with god yeah yes so sure. uh that's something and i'm just but how it, do people know that he made that deathbed confession to his family unless right. somebody said something or it's the rumor? that's what i'm saying mm-hmm. right. here's my other thing uh why don't we know more about merle's fiance good question like, cause, and that, this is, okay, to be fair, I am drawing on that whole 50% of the time, it's the partner, okay? Right. But why don't we know more about him? He just shows he up at the family's house. Himself? Yeah. Yeah. He's like, hi, He's I'm like, so-and-so, hey. I'm engaged to your daughter. And yeah, like, like, they didn't really even know him, did they? Yeah, but, and was that, I, uh, was that common in that time? To just have been very like, hey, short secret fiance. Yes short so, courtships especially post-world war ii people were like remember the, the oh, what's it called goodness. baby boomer you know i would think i i didn't look back then i don't know and i'm not a and Syrian. with the community as well like i feel like in that era um if you were young and attracted to someone you know religiously you would probably want to get married before anything happened you did anything, so. right especially yeah. if you're young and you're like man we're going pretty hot and heavy you gotta take this shit to the church. Yeah, we're right. gonna play the, the, the game I invented. Then yeah, we gotta go to the church. Right. And what is that game? <laughs> Hide the sausage. <laughs> so, uh, I mean, that's a good point, though. I kind of forgot about him. That's mm-hmm. a really good point. I wonder yeah. about him. You're like, where was he at? Where did he or come was from? he even really engaged to her? You know, right? That's kind of my thing too. Like, was he just saying? Was he saying we're engaged in a sense that he felt that close to her? But didn't actually. They said they were going to tell the parents soon. He said. Where is he in his account of it? 
exactly. not trying to I'm not trying to say that his grief as like uh, having his potential fiance killed isn't real. But I, I'm also just like Merle seemed to be pretty open about who she was dating with. Like the community knew who she the was. The community dating. was aware of several oh, people she right, right. So right. why wouldn't she say anything about you specifically, my guy? And didn't he say he gave her a ring? Oh, and no, I feel like it? if he did, I don't if he did, um, if I'm not wrong, then I kind of, I get why she would hide it, like not to let her. But wouldn't her friend find it when they were going through her belongings? See, that's what I was wondering. Would they not oh. have found it and kind of questioned like, where did this ring come from? That's not common for my daughter to wear, you know? Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, or was she just trying me. to spare his feelings? Maybe they weren't as close as she thought. Yeah. And that's why she was like, okay, let's keep it on the DL, homie. And he's like, all right, then here's a ring. But also, <laughs> you know, it's, I, I yeah. just wonder. There's so many questions. So many. There are. I would like to know more about that. Um, but I do think they mentioned that they had heard about him. Maybe. Yeah, he did say he, he gave her a ring. They made plans to be uh married because he had he he had returned to share the news with the family and that's when he he had given a a sketch of mural to the family and that's when he found out that she was dead that sucks oh god that would suck to find out also how did he meet you right where was he from did it say the area he was from he okay Uh, A few months later, a young art student in his early 20s named Hugh Winston Stumbo, which is a name common in the area, came to Prestonsburg to visit with the Baldridge family. The family knew that Stumbo, described as short-statured, black-haired, and baby-faced, had been dating Merle for months leading up to her murder. Okay, so they did know she was dating him. Okay. And during his visit, he revealed, me too. And during his visit, he revealed that they were also secretly engaged. I just wonder why they why they waited to say anything hmm. about it. Yeah, and you went months without talking to your fiance. Mm-hmm. Are you just now? I don't know. I don't know if they were engaged, but but obviously they were dating. That makes me wonder as well so if weird. maybe if he didn't have anything because obviously we don't know his account of the entire night or what happened or if he even came yeah, he like was, yeah. to the carnival to maybe meet her or be with her or have a date I don't know you know how right. things work back then well the girls um, were with her too so I think they, they would have mentioned they would have known yeah she was there but she might have been like I'm gonna walk down this bridge alone meet up with my boyfriend secretly oh, right you know, know. then not know it's like oh I don't need you guys coming with me like, I don't need you to walk me home it's fine especially the question is who's the tall guy right let's say this is the short guy they said he was short, short statured. Yeah. Who's the tall guy? That's a good My lawn. It's on the lawn. My money's on the lawn. The lawn and him together. Ooh. No. Um, I mean, what, this is just one of those that'll drive you nuts. Because, yeah, like, you it, you'll never know. So, what she could, was the tall guy? Could speculate dun, dun, wildly dun. for days. She was her own tall guy. Maybe. She was. Uh, no, but it now it gives kind of credence thinking about this to an idea that maybe whoever it was, um, if they were like a possible suitor, someone who adored her, found out that she was engaged. Engaged, then they and were, uh-huh, especially if they were drinking, and then it's like, whoa, you're engaged. Pow, 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 pow. Yeah, especially if he came on to her. 
Yes. Oh, there was something else. Now I remember <laughs> what I was going to talk about, guys. Uh, she counted so, your papa pals to make sure they were fine. I did. I was like, pow, 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 pow. Okay. <laughs> Making sure. <laughs> I would have called you out if it was anything other. Anything other than five. We had to make like, sure. Gotta keep you honest. So with this as well, uh, we found out that, you know, okay, so they tried to drag her. It was in this weird, like, do-do kind of pattern down mm-hmm. to the embankment. Didn't throw her in, either out of respect or because they genuinely did no, not have the No, they couldn't. He said it. that there was, like, debris and stuff up and next to oh, Okay, yeah. yeah so they couldn't, couldn't get her in. So they couldn't yeah. get her in. Um, but they also said that she was not as wet as they would have thought since she was outside in the rain. I'm guessing it had rained, which I didn't know about. Or it was um, at least muddy down yeah. in the... Yeah, so she wasn't... There as wet or they dirty also I'm weren't guessing. sure if she had been killed there or brought or, there or brought there and that makes me that but makes because go ahead i'm just like if she was wasn't killed if she was killed there wouldn't there have been blood right but they are in the dirt raining yeah okay 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 very 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 we lose some of that yeah, that's um, true. but so it kind of because you know gamble and collins with their story they had taken her in the car and then this had happened, and then it's like, oh, here we go. Time to dump you. Well, and didn't right. Juan get his car cleaned? He did. He had that stain on his. Now, they, um, he did say that happened beforehand, but. Right, because the guy's like, no, you just got it changed. And he's like, no, I did it a month ago. And then the guy's like, no, that I really. That's another real goofy thing. Yeah. Yeah, he's like, no, I remember. He's like, you just came in like a few days ago. We, we didn't know what the stain was. He's like, no, that really happened a month ago. Like, <laughs> like, no. Did they not have receipts way back ago. in the way back? Maybe not. Maybe not like a pleasure. Back home, you know? Oh, that, I, you would think, though, they'd have like something, but maybe not. If you just had cash, it's like here. Copy situation. Yeah. That's what I was thinking. <laughs> but that was another but thing. So those. many things. I forgot about that. It's like. Yeah, no, that was a month ago. And he was like, that was two days ago. He's like, right, right, right. Two days ago, a month ago. (laughs) (laughs) You're mistaken. I thought that was so funny because the guy's like, no, he kept insisting. You know, whoever worked there, the employee, he's like, he kept insisting it was a month ago. But I know it was not a month ago. And Mm -hmm. I'm sure at that point you see so many people, you know, who's like your regulars and who's not. Mm -hmm. And like comes there to get freaky things clean he's like we didn't know what the stain was because he attempted to clean it himself and so i really wish dna testing were a thing god oh, they could have got that and just tested that stain but it's okay it's okay what if that car still exists probably not i'm gonna lean towards a no but i don't know for sure no, i mean i had to hazard a guess in there yeah. if anybody knows listen if we find that car we solve the case bing 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 Maybe he did get did he get rid of the did he get rid of the stain? If he, he did, he did get rid of the stain. But but maybe there's something. Is it luminol? Yeah, well, you could do like luminol. How, yeah, late, luminol. how long does that luminol show up? Like this happened how long ago? I don't know. This happened like what? 50, 70 years ago. Yeah. Like 73 years ago? <laughs> I'm sure yeah. it lasts that long. Yeah, you're right, you're right, you're right. You're, right. 50, 50, you're like 50 years into the new millennia, and we're 20 years into the new millennia now. You're right. And then it was, yeah. 
Singers on a map tonight. It's my ADHD or something I have. I don't know what I have. (laughs) I don't have ADHD. Um, I'm just manic. But anyway. (laughs) Sorry. Two different things. (laughs) But yeah, so there's a lot of places that this could go. Is Heather, were you thinking of one particular person that you had in mind, just like a suspect? No, I think in the end, I want to put my money on Gamble. Not that I want to, but part of me thinks that he was definitely a suspicious guy. And for him to be such a nomad, like going here, going there, going here, going there, working with the carnival. And then he's there and then this happens. And then the tall guy, short guy theory, because people were saying that. And then EK, wasn't he like he wanted to date her and she rejected him? Like he'd wanted to date Merle, right? Or that's that somebody else. There's somebody that wanted to date her, and she was like, nah, I don't want to date you. I don't remember that. Okay, maybe I'm losing it. I'm no, no, sure. you're probably right, I don't, because I, I don't know how old E.K. was. That was another thing. I didn't know if he was closer to Lon's okay. age, or if it's just kind of like this. I'm going to pull up Snapchat. Here it is. Man, that's what's hanging out. I've seen that. Okay, it. putting your money on, like, Gamble. Mm-hmm. You kind of like you want it. Gamble on I gambling. agree. It's very yeah. suspicious that he's but in I the area. But I think it's also very suspicious. Long story. EK is probably one of my lower bets. Yeah. Okay. Long story is like, why did you have a bloody shirt and why did you clean your car? And then why did you lie about it? But why did Gamble lie about all the things he lied about? And why did Collins lie about all the things he lied about? Okay, this is Richard Funk. Richard Funk's a different person. Richard Funk. We don't know. It could have been Richard Funk. (laughs) Yeah. Sorry, Richard. Uh, was it that the night that no, no, it's Junior had... Osborne. Sturgill arrested Junior Osborne for questioning in connection with the death of Mural, Merle Bad Baldridge. Sturgill described the youth as a rejected suitor of the girl. Oh, another so. thing I forgot to ask you ladies um, that I wanted to ask. How do you feel about the truth serum? Like <laughs> the interrogations with the truth serum. Can I, um, like, I'm not sure how valid truth serum is today. That's not something not. I look into. But it's like the I same assume. thing as being okay. Now, I, I again, not an expert. I don't freaking know for sure. My understanding, limited though it might be, is that it's sort of similar to being like drunk. Not in that like you're your drunk. inhibitions are lowered, but yes. that doesn't mean you're totally going to. So you would be more likely to slip up and say something, but you can still function, obviously. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like, and I'm and there's that in vino veritas, you know, sort of situation too. But I still think like you can't trust. Yeah, anybody. I feel like if you're giving someone a drug to kind of make them tell the truth, you probably can't trust what's happening, mm-hmm. unless for some reason it was like you know. You were just giving them something to calm down their nerves or something. Well, even then, I don't. You don't want anyone to be inhibited. No, you can't do. Them. I can't do risk harm assessment on somebody if they're inhibited to um, a degree. If they're too. Were any of our suspects the, the the four possible four men? I do think Ek. Um, I don't know if he knew. Like maybe he had a suspicion about what happened, but I don't know if he was actually there. That's one thing that I don't know if they specifically, since he didn't have his trial. If they had evidence on him to say, like, hey, I you're connected think we to this. Close. Go ahead. We just I didn't think. have the same amount of evidence because they didn't do trial for Gamble, Collins, or. Right. Yeah, that's so right. It's easy for us to be like, oh, look at all this evidence against him. Well, yeah, because they discussed because. all the evidence against him. Like, they brought it all out. 
And I would like to think if they did take it to trial, you know, like you said, there are witness testimonies for Gamble. And I would like to think they do more with the car, more testing possibly. Or And I do think that regardless of what they say the weapon was, I think the lead pipe being near her body is just a good indication yeah. of what it could have been. Yeah. I hate that they kind of dismissed that at the beginning. It's like, no, nah, I don't think that would have made the pattern. I'm like, are you really? I don't know. I don't know. Maybe it wouldn't. But maybe it would. But yeah, I'm upset that we didn't get a clear answer on the testing of that that yeah. lead pipe. No. Man. Just one of those things we'll never know the answer to. Right. And, you know, and that just sucks because her family deserved answers. Every Everybody's mm-hmm. family missing whatever deserves, fam- deserves answers. It seems like her family really, obviously, any, anybody who, you know, has a loved one pass away grieve. And it seems like they were just grieving so hard. Like her mom just, you know, burning her belongings at the end because she just didn't want anything else. Like it has to be so traumatic for you to do that. You just, you don't want to see it. You don't want to think about it. Like, yeah, it's I mean, I wouldn't, I mean, if, if, if somebody I loved had died very tragically and very a traumatic way I wouldn't want to keep their clothing either that's not how right. I want to, that's not how I want to remember them right you know yeah mm-hmm. and it and doesn't like, change the fact that she's gone you know right, right. if there so, are keepsakes you do want to keep some stuff of anybody that passes you know just because like it was theirs but and you know her pearls like whoever took those those weren't even hers those were her aunts that her aunt gave her to go with her outfit Mm-hmm. So I hope whoever took that knows that. Mm-hmm. Whatever, if you took it out of spite, <laughs> she was wearing them. That's it. <laughs> anyway, uh, yes, I agree. <laughs> and it seems like maybe the family, as we see with the way that Merle's dad reacted and hit Lon, that maybe the family had an indication, like, hey, they really believed it was Lon. It seems, um, but I do wish there was more info. I would like to see the amount of evidence, like what was given to the author that he mentions, like he got some files from some family members or it was donated to him. I would like to see some of that, but I'm sure he's gone through it. He would say anything anything important. If it was pertinent, he probably would have put it in the book. Right. I'm not sure if there's... I'm just like, how do you... And I get like, it's so crazy when you think about like these old cases where they're like, oh, it... There was a flood. There was a fire. There was X, Y, and Z. Do we mm-hmm. not have like better security? Or like, I know it's a cold case, but damn, these people deserve answers just as much as anybody. You never know what information is going to come up. Mm-hmm. So I think right, that right. what bothers me most about this is there's like you said, Sarah. There's just no way to know. There's just no direction to go in. There's literally no leads. Nothing. There's just there's nothing that we can do um to try mm-hmm. and even speculate or believe in you know yeah. like the for the for the longest time nobody really knew about the black dahlia or like who had killed her but like there's been so much stuff that has come out recently about different family and stuff like that that you know and there's that uh, the root of the root of all root of evil i think was the podcast about that that was a wild podcast mm, i'll have to check that out it is bananas. But anyway, so that one, you know, obviously at this point we have a pretty good idea of who killed the Black Dahlia. Um, but it's still like, 
because they had no clue either you know there were just like Mm -hmm. so many there's no leads there's there's nothing but you know but there's I don't there's just no way that we're going to get any of that from this you know right lost evidence didn't back up their files like I think now one thing we can take is there has to be a database there needs to be a backup of that database you know you need to secure your evidence but yes. if you're a small town, that doesn't mean that your cases are any less important than anywhere else. Exactly. You know? Exactly. So I hope, obviously, I think this was a lesson learned for the community, or I hope so in terms of law enforcement, maybe the way that the law ran things. Yeah. Um, since that was possibly their first, you know, cold case murder. I don't know um, if yeah. it was or not. But that was definitely their most um, publicized and highly popularized you know murder but yeah it's sad to think that as the author put it it's a cold case and it'll likely stay a cold case unless something happens because everyone else is dead or dying mm-hmm. so it breaks my heart but I hope she does get justice whoever it was whoever it may be um maybe if someone left I just pray someone with some type of confession maybe or someone knows something. I mean, but I know are too that whoever did it probably is dead. So let's just hope they had a horrible fucking life because they deserve that. Uh-huh. That's that's how I feel. Sorry, no forgiveness on this corner of the podcast. None. <laughs> that's right. That's right. I think that definitely whoever it was, I don't know what happened. They couldn't find Gamble. They didn't know what happened to Gamble. It looked like Collins had a family. Yeah, lived a decent life. Yeah. Then you have. Uh, I mean, Lon just kind of became a hermit and shut himself inside of his home, um, just kind of went to work and went home and, you know, passed away that way. I have no clue what happened to E.K. Dotson. I don't remember what they said about him. Mm. He was yeah, just I there. Either, but, but I think it told the year he died. No, oh, yeah. We talked about E.K. Dotson. He had the potential bed confession. Yes. The yes. Confession. Okay. Yeah. The right, potential right, right confession so maybe there's something there maybe there's something that he actually did confess but I hate that for her I hate that for her for her for her family yeah yeah for the community because that took a lot of I don't know took a lot of innocence from the community I think Mm -hmm. I believe it like if you have something like that that shakes because you're like oh we're just we're just we're Mayberry you know we're happy yeah nothing bad happens here and then you're like I mean, that's not the case now. Bad shit happens everywhere. And especially in Eastern Kentucky. Uh, not especially, but, like, it happens there, too. So, now it's just yeah. mostly drug-related. So, but unfortunately. Now, I am very... Uh, yes, it is very unfortunate, the epidemic there. Um, but I'm very interested now to know some more um, possible cases you know, that we might have in our communities here in, like, the mountains that maybe did not get the coverage, kind of like Merle's story did, mm-hmm. and if any of them were are cold cases that could be solved. Um, so I am interested in that. That's something I want to look into. So mm-hmm. I think it definitely piqued my interest in a good way, because you want these people to have justice, you know? Mm-hmm. If you're, you're into true crime, I understand why it's interesting, and then at the same time, I understand that I want there to be justice, you know? You want these people who died horrifically to have some form of just justice. And yeah, like you said, you want people to suffer. You want the people who did it to just kind of suffer. And Yeah, I'm not, not really here for reformation. I'm here for punishment. So That's right. Yeah, just let them, let them get it. Absolutely. But 
Yeah. All right. Uh, final thoughts. Unless those were final thoughts. I don't know. I be. guess you could consider that final thoughts. Okay. Maybe. Anything else anybody so. wants to or needs to say? Definitely recommend you read the book. Yeah, I, think I do. Great. Yeah. Then, yeah. Uh, yeah. I also recommend, and I'll say instead of characters uh, for a movie, obviously we're not going to do that out of respect for Merle. And uh, I say let's give about five seconds of a moment of silence for her and her loss. Awesome. Thanks, guys. All right. Oh, that was so sweet. I did love that. Okay. Well, um, if anybody wants to do a timeline of this, of the book, if you read it, it's a short book. Like, it was, it's 24 chapters, and each chapter is, like, a handful of pages. So, do some math, okay. somebody who's not me. Um, <laughs> I could if I wanted to. I just don't want to. Yeah, I think my Kindle gave, like, a recommended reading time of, like, two and a half to three hours, depending on how yeah. fast. And I wasn't going very fast, because I was reading in the car, like a moving vehicle. Uh, most of the time so yeah it was, it was a pretty quick read so definitely recommend it um if it like i said if anybody wants to read it and then like drop a timeline and like dm us let us know we can put that on the instagram we're too i personally am too lazy to do that for y'all so maybe one of your other fellow listeners is willing to do that uh, I actually the first place i heard about this story was on reddit um, one of my unresolved mysteries uh, subreddits that I, I frequent. And somebody actually <laughs> did a, a cover of this case. I don't know if they did an exact timeline. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm about to look. Where's like a timeline and a list of people? I mean, like, there was a lot of people. Oh my gosh, there were like the names. And I can see how it can get confusing. E.S. Dotson, E.K. Dotson. Yeah, and I forgot about Richard yeah. Funk completely. I just remember Same. Him. Richard whom? Funk. Like funky town. Funk. Seems or funk funk. <laughs> okay. Alrighty. Are we ready to sign out? Ready to outro this? Mm-hmm. Yes. Alright, let's do it. By let's, I mean me. Okay. Alright, fellow readers, it's time to say goodbye. Remember to check out our Instagram for upcoming reads and the casting list, except there's no casting list for this. Uh, a big thanks to our co-host, Heather for writing our theme song dylan who created our logo cynthia who creates our episode art and our respective life partners for their unwavering support we hope you enjoyed this episode and that you'll join us next time when we turn the page